Listener Production. Spread your jams and drizzle your syrups. Why is it so sticky? It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Just giving myself a huge pat on the back this morning as I realise that I believe I have successfully quit lip balm. You've, you've managed to uh, kick it cold turkey. I legit have. I mean, I used to. I used to have it in my pocket at all times. Could not leave the house. I was applying it multiple times a day, mm. and I thought, you know what? I'm just going to let my lips be dry for a bit. And guess what? They found the moisture. <laughs> they teamed up, and yeah. they thought, if, if he's not going to give it to us, we're yeah. going to go searching for it. And they bloody found it yeah, themselves. got to trust your bod. Yeah, I remember like sharing a desk with you for many years. Matt, out of the pocket when he sits down on the computer chair, keys, wallet, chapstick. Yep, <laughs> for every time. And now I'm thinking, although, you know, the, mm. the harsh, the cruel, dry winter months are approaching, so I wonder whether I've spoken too soon, but for now I'm feeling pretty proud of myself. Well, today is a bit of a show about all things that go... Between the lips. Yeah, okay. No, you know that's what I'm true. talking about here? I do know exactly what you're talking about. One of the most interesting inventions that I've personally seen in quite a while uh, will be a topic of discussion on this morning's show. But let's dive right into the thick of it, hey? Let's do it. Pucker up. It's Matt and Alex. All day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex. All day breakfast. Alex Dyson, I reckon it was 2011 at the Glebe Street Fair where myself and my partner at the time were walking along and walking past a little stall that sold e-cigarettes. Back in the day, I remember being on a plane and for the first time they said, no smoking on this plane and the use of e-cigarettes is... <laughs> right? And I remember Prohibited. thinking, what on earth is this? And my partner smoked at the time. I'd only recently just, like, given up. And when I say recently, I'd probably quit for, like, like two years after from that point. Did you go cold, you turkey? Oh, I went pretty cold, mate, yeah. It wasn't the first time I'd quit successfully, though. Mm. You know, I had quit and failed in the past. Um, so it was and- the first time you quit successfully. No, no, sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. It wasn't the first time I tried to quit, I should have said. Yep. It was the first time I had quit successfully. Mm-hmm. And uh, I still consider it a success to this day, 12 years later. But my partner at the time was smoking, wanted to quit and thought, oh, okay, I'll try these e-cigarettes. Here's the thing though. Suddenly, because there was no smell involved, the smoke disappeared quickly. She was smoking in bed, in the <laughs> car. Like... It was just so much easier to smoke everywhere. It was like, mm. hold on, this is way worse. At least you have to get out of bed to smoke <laughs> cigarettes sometimes, you know? That's the thing. It's I was realising it's happening everywhere, just from the amount of vape shops that are popping up. Oh, not to mention, mate, you do a gig. I mean, you must see it in the in the comedy store. You have, you just see the little red light sort of mm. going, just tinkering off in the uh, in the crowd there in the dark crowd. You think, hey, hold on. Well, luckily the audience puff. at Comedy Public are vaping, but yeah, a few of the comedians go outside and just have a little have a little vapey vape. I went to a um, one of those sort of drill drill rap gigs recently um, mm. by a young artist, and uh, I tell you what, the amount of people that were talking into their collars. <laughs> You would have thought it was a room full of taxi drivers just having an old whisper into their collars. 
because they were all having a vape. Sucking down the, the devil's Digimon. Um, <laughs> bit weird. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> the Toowoomba Tamagotchi. I don't know why I thought of that. Yeah. Why is that? <laughs> Odd. Um, not a vapor, Bron? No, I'm not a vapor. What about your mates? You um, have vaping mates? Yes. Quite a few of them do. Mm. Do they say why they sort of picked it up? Just taste like cinnamon and bubblegum and I'm not watermelon sure. and... Yeah, I'm not sure why they do it, but it's happening at the moment now where we'll just be sitting at a table inside somewhere and it's just happening all the t- inside, mm. outside, e- everywhere. Well, I heard it's ca- happening in classrooms, like kids in the classroom <laughs> would smoke. You used to have yeah. to head behind the, the bike sheds. I p- bet they don't even have bikes anymore. They're just on e-scooters <laughs> having their e-cigarettes <laughs> behind there. Using their internet, yeah. whatever they sending their emails <laughs> rather than passing notes. It's unbelievable, <laughs> mate. Can I actually honestly say I'm really, I really honestly want to just express that I have felt very jealous of vapors in the past. Really? I mean, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. If it's like some sort of, if it's apparently saying some pro pro-narcotics sort of thing. Yeah. But, but genuinely, if it wasn't for COVID, I reckon I would have, I wouldn't have gotten on it, but I would have tried someone else's and I haven't really done that at all. Well, you can say that, uh, New South Wales health says this, even though scientists are still learning about vapes and their long-term effects, they do not consider them safe. Short-term health effects of vaping include nausea, vomiting, mouth and airway irritation, chest pains and palpitations. Vaping can expose people around you to toxic chemicals. What about your own toxic chemicals? Wouldn't expose yourself if it's exposed to others? Passive vaping? Anyway. Um, increased symptoms of depression are linked to vaping nicotine. Research shows Ooh. the link between increased nicotine use and depression. The more you use nicotine, the higher the risk of depression. Vaping can increase the risk of lung infections and heart disease, including worsening obstructive lung diseases and the increasing odds of being diagnosed with asthma. It's so weird, isn't it? Because we, for so long, I was thinking, man, smoking is done. Yeah. Do you know what happened? Like, yeah. It was like WWE. Yeah. You know, smoking was pinned to the ground. The ref was beside <laughs> it going, seven, eight, nine, and then smoking just did the old... Ooh, the arm, the arm jerk, <laughs> suddenly rolled over, got the guy in a headlock, and suddenly it's a bloody kablamo. <laughs> There's the environmental aspect of it as well, Alex Dyson, because uh, I mean I'm reading one article here that says un- from undo.org. It says there's three types of toxic waste in one. You've got the disposable vapes, the pods, the cartridges, the e-liquid containers, and the packaging, and the vape batteries. Mm-hmm. Right, which are all going into the waste as well. Yeah. Do you recycle your vape battery? I guess it's just in the bin, into landfill. Hey. Well, I just You see them sitting on the ground all the time, the actual just little cartridges. Someone just drops them. They're probably going to get choked on by a turtle and it's going to turn into the worst Finding Nemo <laughs> sequel ever. <laughs> well, I guess with the amount of cigarette butt, butts the end, that enter the ocean and the beaches and all that kind of thing, it's... Yeah, I wonder where it sits as far as that problem goes. But we asked you because it's pretty prevalent. Um, Lillian says, it's the lesser of two evils. It's a useful way to quit nicotine. Benny saying, it's bloody addictive. I think it's time to quit. Addison, I see how it sucks people in, pardon the pun. There's no start or stop point at which people are doing it inside. 
Um, Amanda says, I don't vape because I'm not a bloody idiot. We smoked stolen Winnie Blues like normal kids. <laughs> wow, there's really not much defense for it at this ma- at this point. Mickey, it's horrendous. The sooner people stop, the better. You can't go anywhere without a vape being present. Daz says, so cringe. Imogen, I'd literally rather breathe secondhand tobacco smoke than this fake fruit bullshit. <laughs> and Sarah, from what's hitting with Sarah, uh, vaping is crazy popular in schools. Usually if you walk into any school bathroom, there will be a group of kids vaping. Well, there you go. Let us know if you've got any more thoughts on this particular matter at matt.n.alex. Maybe we'll have to talk to some sort of expert to tell us, you know, what's the go and if there are any studies going into it to see what's what's the t- What's the effect? Because early on in smoking, it was like, smoking can really calm you down. My doctor <laughs> recommends anyone who's stressed, just have a cigarette. You know? So I wonder if we'll be talking about vaping the same way in the future. <laughs> yeah, 30 years later, you're, they're squeezing the black tar from the spongy long on TV. The Grim Reaper's coming and knocking your door. All right, well, this is Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Let's keep the show on the road. Matt, have you ever been in a long-distance relationship? Yeah, mate. Actually, me and Belinda, my partner, we started that way. I uh, met when I was in Brisbane for some shows. and oh, then, that's right. You uh, winked at her on stage or something, didn't you? No, well, okay, look. <laughs> I was hosting an awards night that she was winning, but we had gone on one date by then, okay? Yeah, so sure. that wink was earned. <laughs> she still seems to think it was too soon for the wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, how did... they say comedy is tragedy plus time, and apparently not enough time passed for wink, for my wink to turn that crime into something funny and cute. <laughs> so, um, so she we she was in Brizzy for a while, mm-hmm. and um, and I was in Sydney. And I got to tell you, look, for all of the long distance sort of, you know, uh, criticisms that people throw around. Sure. When you're in that sort of, you know, only an hour on a plane up the road, I can't, I can't speak for flying, you know, London to Sydney sort of thing, but Sydney to Brisbane, it's actually great, man, because you right. could just, when you're in the city, mm-hmm. if I was in Brisbane or she was in Sydney, there was nothing else. Yeah. You know, Clear the it schedule. Was <laughs> absolutely a hundred percent time yeah. you would spend with each other from bloody Friday Arvo to Sunday night. There was nothing that was getting in your way. Well, I, um, I... When I first moved to Sydney, my university girlfriend, I was, we were in the car. I remember after Falls Festival sitting Geelong and we were breaking up. I'm like, long distance can be too hard. Had a day of sadness and tears. And about 15 minutes before I left, she went, I mean, we could just try it. And I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, I guess so. <laughs> then we dated for another year and a half. Um, and yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like we saw each other every second or third weekend. Yeah, it's good, but you do. I mean, on those... On those lonely nights, Matt, you just wish, you just wish she could, you know, have a bit of closeness. Oh, yeah. Just a little bit of human touch. And this was back, you know, I had the old, the old Sony Ericsson, you know, MP3 player phone. There's no FaceTime on these. Oh, no. (laughs) On these things. So technology is Unless unless she looked like a snake. (laughs) Yeah. A single line. So technology is making it. (laughs) Easier for long-distance couples. And in fact, one company in China has taken it a step further where they've come up with a way to send your long-distance lover a three-dimensional sensory smooch. 
Bro, this is the creepiest thing I've ever seen. There's a new phone attachment that's been invented, which is equipped with warm and movable silicon lips. The kissing device called Remote Kiss is marketed and sold to long-distance lovers through China's online shopping website, Taobao. And you're right, it's silicon lips, which you strap on to the bottom of your phone. So your eyes are sort of looking at the screen and then under it is like, (laughs) yeah, these just disembodied lips that you can like smooch with your with your mouth. It looks like, yeah, it looks like, you know how people's phone cases have just gotten whacker and whacker over the mm. years? Like they look like cassettes and then they look like fried eggs and bacon and suddenly they're sort of built into handbags. This this is just a yeah, big old set of smooches. And um, I don't know how wide that mouth opens, but... I don't trust it around anyone I know to stay in the smooching position. Okay. It's. (laughs) Are you telling me (laughs) that the first place that those lips aren't going (laughs) isn't down? No, 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 no. It's. No, not everyone thinks like you, Madokai. Most people would just have a nice peck on the lips, not the lips on the pecker. Um, Mate. There is no way that that thing is well, staying Well, you can't see your lover if you're FaceTiming. The lips are perfectly positioned because they're under the phone. <laughs> it sort of sits as an attachment and then your eyes can be on the FaceTime. It can be like you're kissing something. I mean, the problem is, is usually usually you put you shut your eyes while you're having a kiss anyway, so <laughs> the lips could be anywhere. But um it's interesting. it's interesting. It's creepy as hell, man. Well, the thing is is like Matt, you're in a long distance relationship right now. Not with Belinda, with your podcast co-hosts. We barely see each other, mate. <laughs> we barely see each other. You're up there in Brizzy. I'm down here in Melbourne. We never get to spend any quality time together. Are you? I don't know who you are anymore. <laughs> are you seriously suggesting? Can we buy this product? Like, do we have access to it? Two questions. Does it deliver to Australia? And the second one, <laughs> this is for you, producer Bron, mm-hmm. would it be covered by the company? <laughs> That's almost yeah. the most important question. Can the company get, can, yeah. I can put it a request in, but I think it might get flagged by HR. <laughs> really? Well, it's, we, no, we're well, not we actually kissing Matt. It, Matt. If, if we had this and we just wanted to start the, start the podcast... Like, I could imagine your mouth's in the room saying the words. <laughs> so you're going to put the little fake kissing lips up against the mic. Yes, yeah, so I can pretend that you're in the room, you. the room with me. And even if we did kiss them, I mean, it's not like we're actually kissing each other. We're just kissing disembodied lips. We could be kissing anyone. I, I'm telling you, I want this device. So if we can get them, I'm all yours. Honestly. <laughs> I'm not, I don't yeah. say that in slight exaggeration. I mean, let's go. Yeah. Cause you say you're a good kisser, but until this sort of proves it, I'm, I'm very I skeptical. I actually don't say that I'm a good kisser. I have really proven myself otherwise. Oh no, uh, seriously? Oh, on TV shows. It's really difficult. <laughs> to make it look good. Oh my God. It's been bad. <laughs> what? Pimp- it is. The actors who you work with comment or do the, does the audience comment? All and above. <laughs> I remember doing a doing a sex scene with Erin McNaught, right? We had to do this make out scene and really? she had to stop me and she was like, 
Yeah, okay, so it just says um, in the script that, like, they kiss passionately, and I just, that's not, I just, I feel like I have a different opinion of what kissing passionately okay. is. was she looking at you, or was she looking at the director right next to you, You're not even making was, eye contact? <laughs> I was going for funny kiss. I was going for funny make out, like, mm, 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 and she's like, what are you doing? Well, it sounds like you need it some practice, so Matt. Bad. Look, I think we're going to try and track some of these down just to make sure. Oh, I feel really embarrassed. Did you ever growing up, did you All like right. kiss your hand or like the mirror to practice? I think I did try on the mm. hand. Yeah, I think I did. <laughs> I can't remember if I, I can't remember what I might've used as a tongue, like a reverse tongue, whether I put my fingers back <laughs> out. <laughs> Through the hole. Just like a. <laughs> I mean, we've had some pretty bad squirmy warnings on this show before, but I think this one takes the cake. All right. Well, let us know if this is a device that you would use or maybe what you do instead. Maybe you've got a tip Long or a trick tip. that helps you get that, get that long dist kiss feeling without the uh the trying to import the price tag <laughs> we'll be back in a moment i don't know what to think of that Well, speaking of long distance, we're in a long distance relationship with you, but we do like staying close via our DMs. And uh, we've got plenty this week, Matt, regarding the topics that we have covered. And in this segment, Mailbag, we get to go through a few of the best of them we weren't able to mention at the time. Yeah, that's right. Marley got in touch with us with regards to misread signs. Marley? Marley. 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 Marley did. Marley, big friend of the show. Thanks, Marley. Uh, said there's a sign at work in the school gym that says no slam dunking. I read it as no drunk slamming every time. <laughs> no drunk slamming. Yeah. Mm. Um, Claire said my five-year-old daughter misread a no right turn sign as no boomerangs. <laughs> <laughs> it does, you know, I mean, yeah. aside from the little pointy end. Yeah. Uh, this it is does a look, no boomerang know. area. Um, Addison. This is on the topic of what unusual thing did you have in your childhood home? Um, Addison said, I had a solarium in my bedroom as a kid, moved in with the stepdad and he had one, but rather than remove it, it just stayed set up in my room for years. <laughs> Definitely not normal. <laughs> I have never. Okay. Those like solarium things. Are we talking about like the, you know, those, I think they, the UV like in those American beds. movies and they wear like the little goggles and the underpants? Yeah, really bad for you. And they lie that, yeah. Okay, so I've never seen one in real life ever. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Just in the corner of the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, who needs one of those at home? Like how thirsty are you for a tan? Anyways. Uh, we've also got a voice message. Feel free to send your voice messages through as well. This one's from Monica about what has accidentally gone in the wash. If you think that putting a tissue through the wash is bad, you have seen nothing until a disposable nappy has accidentally gone through the wash. 
So my wife has a really bad habit of not checking things before they go in the laundry basket and a disposable nappy was still tucked inside a pair of my kids shorts and when I opened the washing machine to get the washing out and put it in the dryer the nappy had literally exploded and they are full of like an absorbent gel so I had to take that entire basket of washing outside and shake the absolute shit out of it to get this gel off. But when you shake it, it like rains down upon you and you end up looking like you have been in a snowstorm. <laughs> oh no. That is no good. You always check Sophie's pants before throwing them in the wash mat. You never put the nappy in. I have put a wee nappy in and it just, like it just, it didn't explode though. It just soaked up all of the water and you the heaviest brick I've ever seen came out of that thing. That's no good. Um, well, we're also going to be chatting right now to someone we heard from during the week, and that is the artist Curtis Richmond, who, in exchange for a crumb bag, has promised to paint a portrait of myself, Matt, and Bron, the all-day breakfast team. We cross to him now. Hello, Curtis. Hello. Curtis, we've been keeping an eye on inst- our Instagrams. We put a post out there saying, uh, giving a whole bunch of options on yep. what type of movie poster portrait uh, we should be setting as an example for you to portrait us uh, to win yourself a crumb bag. And the results are in, but it looks like it's a bit of a tie, Curtis. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Oh, it sure is. So one of the options is mm-hmm. the Powerpuff Girls. Uh-huh. Another option is the Breakfast Club posters. Okay. So we thought we'd, we'd let the dealer choose here, Curtis. Would you like to paint Matt, Alex and Bron as Powerpuff Girls or as characters from the film The Breakfast Club? All right. I think both of them are definitely the options that I would have um, chosen for sure. Um, I guess the reality is that Breakfast Club is, is, is a realistic painting mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like the Powerpuff Girls might give me a better opportunity to uh, add some flavour to each of you in a mm. way that might might cause a few more, uh, you know, laughs or smiles, potentially. A hundred percent. I'm feeling you, Curtis. I love that idea. You reckon it could sort yeah. of kickstart a career for the three of us to be anime superheroes? For sure. Yeah, the Potty in, Puff In the girls. least, Matt. Um, so we are going to let you decide who goes what order, but I'm thinking it'll probably be Bron in the middle. I, I think that's the, right. the best way to do it. So safety first. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, I can't wait to see this, Curtis. Thank you very much. How long does something like this usually take? Uh, I, I probably want, want a couple of weeks to have a good crack at it. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Well, we're going to leave you with those. Thank you to everyone who voted uh, via emojis at matt.n.alex on our Instagram. You've set, Curtis, quite the challenge. And, uh, yeah, should you get it right, Curtis, I think this little podcast is going to be reaching for the stars. <laughs> I agree. Let's. Uh... <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not feeling any pressure. I'm really not. I mean, I've suddenly turned from a portrait artist into a, a character designer, but you know, I will go with the flow um, and I'll do my absolute best to make you all look amazing. Oh, we can't wait, Curtis. Thanks very much. And we'll uh, be shitting out your bum bag in the mail very, very shortly. <laughs> I Thank mean, you your crumb so bag. <laughs>
Thank you very much, Curtis. Thank you. Talk soon. Uh, we will catch you later. Uh, we will also be enacting a policy in which the words shooting out your and bum never find their way uh, together <laughs> next to each other in a sentence ever again on this podcast. I was wondering what you were all podcast. having to laugh at. Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah, Curtis, we'll be shooting at your bum. <laughs> Bag. That's a very important addition to that sentence. Hey, also, shout out to Monique as well, because Monique was the person who sent in the Power Puffs idea. Yep. And Monique is taking home a crumb bag. That's it. Keep an eye on the Insta to uh, make sure that you've got your next chance to win a crummy. But until then, we're going to um, we're gonna wrap this bad boy up. Love you, but we got to leave you. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. We'll see you this time, same place, next Monday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.